Hello, I'm the calcified heart of Percy Shelley, and this is a podcast about Transformers. You know what the deal is by now. I'm Matty. I'm joined by Becca. Hello. Hi. I'm also joined by Umar. Hello. It's me. And... Super Mario quote. <laughs> and <laughs> That's we what are... he says. That is what he says. And we are, once again, joined by America's sweetheart, Erica Walsh. What's good, fuckers? <laughs> <laughs> this is where I like it in some, like, applause. Uh, woo! Yeah! So... <laughs> Naked Robots is filled in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> I mean, I'm in a room with a plant, so does that count? Yeah, totally. I've got a cactus. <laughs> how, ver- how very millennial of you. Um... <laughs> is it an avocado cactus? That's the important question. Oh, oh, I get it. That's what the millennials <laughs> like to eat on their toast. <laughs> right, so this episode is going to be a slightly delayed but we've got lives fuck you uh so it's going to be a slightly delayed post-mortem of uh cf nation 2018 which my three co-hosts attended uh yeah starting off with becca becca talk us through tf nation as you experienced yeah talk us through talk us through like the uh like the the formaldehyde preserved like gross like plasticky corpse that is tfn 2018 (laughs) Yeah, I can do that. Um, first of all, I resent the implication that I have a life. I just, you know, I've been waiting We're for We're in a people. Transformers podcast, Matty. You've, <laughs> you've got a flat and a car. That's way more of a life than I have. I've got some I've got some Lego and at least one sock. That's what my life's like <laughs> compared to yours. But please continue. Nobody, nobody has more than one sock. Anyone who <laughs> says they have, they're just lying. <laughs> uh, I bought a bunch of socks. Yeah, but you got rid of all but one, right? That's the one oh, you yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, I did end up doing that. I don't even wear it on my foot. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you where I do wear it, because, you know, that's... That's, uh, that's for... That's for sock puppet, duh. Anyway. No, that's for knackered robots uh, after the watershed. <laughs> Pivot, pivoting hard to Becca. <laughs> Becca, please, please tell us uh, about your 2018 TFN experiences. I nearly said 2018 experiences. Like, right, starting January, just to give us an appropriate amount of, you know, lead up to TFN. No, just do TFN. Uh, no, I can do that. Uh, t- 2018 was shit, apart from TFN. There we go. <laughs> so, TFN, it, it was amazing. Again, I mean, it, it just, it just is. It's, it's a good thing. It's like no one opens a tub of Ben and Jerry's ice cream and thinks this is going to be a disappointment, and no one goes to TFN Nation and thinks I'm not going to have a good time here. It was it was fab. I went for a day extra this year, so I arrived on Thursday morning and I left Monday afternoon. So it was it was five days. Uh, I promised myself I'd leave the hotel at least once, and I did at least once. So the rest Proud of you, of time, yeah, <laughs> literally came out of the hotel bathroom on Monday and was like, ugh, sunlight. So what? So if if you were like in like the city centre of Birmingham. At least one day you would have seen Becca skittering between the bins like a raccoon. <laughs> going, we from, going from shadow to shadow. The N- no, no, no. Uh, CF Nation's opposite the NEC, so you would have seen me scuttling around the bins of Resorts World. Um, <laughs> you know, that's the thing. That's that's the thing, actually, because like we went to the, the Gourmet Burger, and then after like a minute of being there, Becca like emerged from behind a plant and started bu- <laughs> like bumming chips off me. <laughs> That's what chips are for. Like a just for your friends to just take them. Yeah, no one. Yeah, but you were like you were grabbing them with your mouth. 
And then you like scuttered <laughs> away into the shadows. Extending, and his, extending her prehensile proboscis like tongue from the floor. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was some full like X-Men shit. I was. We're also uh, we're, we're we're putting people off coming to TFN 2019, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, like I say, like, unless they're always... monster fuckers. <laughs> Becca but, will be true. hanging around the plants like the fucking predator. <laughs> You're only in danger if you have chips, specifically from Gourmet Burger. Which, yeah, we went to Gourmet Burger on Thursday, and oh, oh, they are nice. Like I, I come from somewhere near Swindon. Like the nearest thing we have for burgers, Burger King, and I'm still not convinced <laughs> that that's actually a burger. <laughs> so you go somewhere like Gourmet Burger, and it's like, oh, this is this is what food is supposed to be like. like I heard so much about these a burgers. A burger with a question mark in it. <laughs> burger. <laughs> please, please enjoy our burger-like product. It's, it's technically like, a it's sandwich. It's like the showroom furniture at IKEA. It's not real. But you're, you're made to think that maybe it's real. And you will get into trouble if you shit in it. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if it's not yours. Um, yeah, but TFN. Do you know, uh, so... I think, I, I mean, it's been a while since I've been in a Burger King, but I think even if you bought, like, your own f- <laughs> I think if you bought some food from them and then shat on it, I think they would probably still, like, raise some objections to that. Yeah, they'd still be a bit, they'd still be a bit miffed. They've seen like, weirder things. Could you, could you at least through. do it like a foot away from the front door? <laughs> it's probably like more hygienic. So I don't know, maybe. <laughs> so um, did you get did you get collected from the train station again this year? I did. Like yes. like Paddington. Uh, like yeah, like Paddington. I was determined to make it to the hotel by myself, and then I arrived and I was like, shit, I don't know where I am. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> Uh, Stuart Webb met me, uh, Inflatable Dalek, met me at the the Birmingham Street Station because the day before I went to TF Nation, I realised I'd booked my train tickets to the wrong train station because I'm stupid. So I was at Birmingham New Street and so I had to get to Birmingham NEC. So Stuart, being lovely, was like, don't worry, come with me, I'll show you where it is. I won't remember for next year. It's it's too big. It's too big. Swindon has two platforms. Birmingham New Street has like six million spread across the entire cosmos so it's not happening so um, your approach to the rail network is basically a giant gun to fire you in the general vicinity of birmingham <laughs> and you're working out from there yeah basically yeah yeah i'll just you know turn on pokemon go if you use the map i'm a millennial i'm assuming that's what i'm supposed to do yeah so right thursday uh went to gourmet burger in the evening with a load of chaps which was very nice the food was very nice the company was very nice basically just pissed about Friday, basically the same thing. Just... <laughs> it was Borat voice, very nice. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that, Erica. <laughs> I wasn't even doing that on purpose. Oh, God. The podcast is ruined. <laughs> you're regretting doing this episode yet. The, this whole this whole <laughs> process has now been tainted by memes. Um... God. I am so glad to be <laughs> this simpatico. You two are so good compatible. Erica, Erica's like Umar's id. <laughs> Erica, Erica will vocalise the things that Umar will only think. Every time I repress a thought, it appears in Erica's <laughs> mind. That's right, Bart. I think things I would never say. Uh, yeah. Right, so uh, in, term- in terms of activities... Yeah. Like that had been laid on by TFN. Um, did, did you go to see the Stan Bush? I went to see the Stan Bush. I think I'm the only person here who went to see the Stan Bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Eric, Stan Bush. Erica and Umar were too busy like happy slapping in the car park. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, Stan Bush was great. He he was a great showman, and I think he was a good sport because um, for the first like forty minutes, he was doing like songs from other films, and everyone else was just kind of politely swaying, um, sort of like nodding, good encouraging me. Like yeah, this, this is great, and you know, well, well, warrior. Yeah, I remember that one. And then literally the first few notes of Dare began, and the whole room just lost its shit, me included. Just screaming along to Dare was is definitely like my top memory from TFN. And then he did the touch. So he did Dare first, which is good because it's the superior song. But then oh, he yeah. did the touch, and then he did one more song that was like new, and everyone went, "Yeah, this is great." But we're on the adrenaline downshift now from you know the Transformer songs. And then he came back on stage because we were demanding an encore and he didn't expect us to demand an encore. He hadn't planned an encore. So he literally just came on stage and went, oh, fuck it, I'll do Dare again then. And we just did Dare again. (laughs) Yeah, I was was about to say, like, yeah, he – I I obviously, you know, like I said, I didn't actually go to the concert. But I did hear that he did do Dare twice, which, you know, I mean, of all the songs to do twice, fair enough. Yeah, I, I, I actually have mad respect for him for not just going with the touch because yeah, Dare's better. I'm I'm kind of surprised that that his his entire set wasn't just twelve <laughs> dares with like one the touch in the middle. <laughs> it was really funny because between each song, you saw the entire audience tensing because we were obviously expecting a Transformers song to be next, and he literally like a pack of wolves. <laughs> yeah, it was like a pack of wolves <laughs> looking at a hobbling gazelle. <laughs> you will play that he looked so confused when he came back on stage he's like what else can i play you guys like, don't know any of this how 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 do you be in the business for that long and not be able to read a room like that it's like oh we're at a transformers convention you're all wretched nerds i know what i'm gonna that's play the, well that's the thing because like <laughs> i in that situation i wouldn't want to be stan bush at that point because it's like <laughs> i mean like like, you know, he's a talented musician and he's got like a a very you know, he's got like lots of songs that are very good. Yeah, all his and, music you know, was great. The man has um, a yeah, career. It's just, I didn't but, like, know any of it. <laughs> he's only like the Yeah, like this the songs that everyone knows him for, there are two of them. And he played both of them. So like obviously everyone wants an encore, but he's like what's, what's he gonna like? do? Except yeah. play one of the the two songs that he already played that everyone and knows. Like his exact words were something like, "Everyone seemed to like Dare, so I guess I'll do that one again." <laughs> it's like I feel Gee, bad. I wonder What if it was just completely left field and he finished with like "All Star" by Smash Mouth? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would have had mad respect for him. For doing that. <laughs> you want to now? Hold on. Hold on. Just a second. <laughs> Because you want to get on, you want to get on mine and Umar's case for tainting the podcast with memes, and you open up with fucking All Star. <laughs> you, it's it's a song I enjoy. <sighs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> um, did anyone see the his panel then on Sunday, Stan Bush's panel? I was um I was in the room for it. I heard bits and pieces, but unfortunately, yeah. I was uh, distracted. By... Okay, so yeah. on the <laughs> by toys. Uh, on the Sunday, I was basically <laughs> recruited by Toy Foo to help at their stall because um, they were a person down. And I've now joined the two Toy Foo team, which is great. So we're going to be selling oh, yeah. lots of robots next year for charity. Um, but good. basically, where we were stood at the Toy Foo table, we could see the, the stage. So you could watch all the panels, which was great. Um, and, like, the Stan Bush panel was 
the greatest thing I've ever seen because he was just making shit up for 45 minutes entirely on the trot. And when the actual question time came, like, does anyone have any questions? He genuinely looked scared. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, people were asking him about his inspiration and, like, his eyes were saying... I got paid to write songs for a shitty movie that should have died in 1986. But his mouth is having to say, like, ah, I once, when I was a kid, I saw a storm, and the storm was, like, inspiring and stuff. And, um... Yeah, I... (laughs) It it was great. It's the greatest piece of improv I've ever seen. (laughs) That's the the other thing, because, like, what I heard, like, while I was there, it was funny because... Like who 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 was it asking the questions? Was it uh, was it David David it was Wallace? Dave, yeah, yeah, lovely guy. But like he was he was there and he was like, oh well, oh you know, and he was asking <laughs> like all because that's what he sounds like. And they were, <laughs> and you know he was asking him all these like questions and everything. And obviously, eventually, you know, when it got to the audience questions, there were all these you know inventive and like pretty extensively like thought out questions actually. Because obviously, people were like, oh, it's Stan Bush. What are we going to ask him? Yeah, and a lot of the time. It seemed like, like, I feel like Stan Bush is um, a man of few words. Yes, and, I get uh, that he, <laughs> he, a lot of his answers were like, you know, God bless him, were like very um, short, very direct. People would yes. be like, it's like, um, what would be your favorite part of like, like, I'm just making this up. But if it was like, oh, what would be your favorite part of working with the Transformers franchise and, you know, inspiring so many people who were kids and are now adults? And how does that make you feel about it? And, and stuff like that. And he's thinking like, no, yeah, it's good. I like the fans. Yeah. And then he to pad it out. Yeah, like Dave, like Dave would like look at him and then he'd look at like the audience and he'd look at all the cameras and he'd look back I'm at just, I'm just picturing like a sad like dancing bear in a, in a side yes. show just like wearing a fez and holding some symbols yeah, it's, it's like there's only so many times he can say you know like I'm pleased to be a part of the franchise before it starts to sound disingenuous <laughs> oh yeah I'm, like, ple- I'm pleased to be part of this but stop talking to me basically yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's a weird. I think it was a weird idea for a panel because he, at the end of the day, he did two songs, and you have to fill a forty-five minute panel for a guy who did two songs and probably doesn't remember writing either of them. I think that's the main thing because, like, because the idea of a panel for Stan Bush is like it's still a good idea because I mean, like, any panel where you talk to a musician about their inspirations, you know, that's yeah, that's good is, shit. Yeah. That's primo shit. But of course. Everyone in the room, apart from Stan Bush, is hyper-focused on one very, you know, comparatively minuscule part of his career. And it's like, that's all they have questions for. So he's not going to have much to say. Yeah. Yeah. And he, bless him, he did try it. And I just got the point. It's a really nice guy who is genuinely grateful. Yeah. Um, Like, I make make fun, but, like, it's all out of love because I love that guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a very did, talented. Did you musician. see the guy? Uh, one of the people. One of the last questions was, "When are you coming back to the UK to do the next tour?" And I honestly thought he was going to start crying. <laughs> so he was like, "Oh God, I love oh. you, all, but I don't want to come back." And I'm like, "I don't blame you. <laughs> I really don't blame you." He just mumbled like, "Uh, we'll see how Brexit shakes out." <laughs> he was just like, oh, "I'll and check then, my calendar." And uh... then he just dived out the nearest fire door. <laughs> yeah. He was he was lovely, yeah. And and somewhere online there is a video of me dancing with Jim Sorensen uh, during the second rendition of Dare because I was dancing and didn't realise that I was basically next to Jim Sorensen and someone was filming him. So I'm probably like <laughs> wobbling in and out of the pain. You, fo- you photo bombed Jim Sorensen. 
I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I feel like every every one of us is here that was here somehow managed to harass Jim Sorensen this week. Oh yeah, <laughs> that weekend. Let let let's put a pin in that because we'll we'll be coming back to that. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Becca, uh, in terms of your uh, acquisitions from yes. TF Nation, what are like the three things that you got that like you want to talk about on the podcast that we're doing? Well, I I have chosen them. I actually I actually prepared for this podcast like a professional. Um, I've sure. chosen three three figures to talk about, and to be completely one hundred percent off brand, they're all Optimus Primes. Oh my so, god! Back on that meme that Becca only buys Megatrons because that's a lie. My, Who my... are you and what have you done with Becca? <laughs> my, my monocle just flew out and embedded itself <laughs> in the wall. Let me yeah, take like a I'm... big sip of coffee and listen to what <laughs> Becca bought. We've been infiltrated <laughs> by shattered glass Becca. I'm like I'm like dabbing at my forehead with like a, a handkerchief that I pulled out of my breast pocket, and I'm like I'm 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 hastily muttering to myself and to all the other people around me like, what? Oh, what? Will I never? It's fine. I've I thought you were going to say that you were just like, you were dabbing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that, da- too. that too. Dabbing shock. Yeah, yeah. I did a lot of that that weekend. You did. Uh, you did. The one on stage was the best. That was cool. <laughs> But yes, we'll put a pin in that and come to it later. Put a pin in that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I bought, or, yeah, I bought three Optimus Primes. The first one was from Erica, funnily enough. Oh. Um, I basically said, like, on Twitter before I was going, like, the number one toy I wanted to get was the TF Prime first edition Optimus Prime, because he's animation accurate and I'm all about that jazz. And Erica just walked up to me in the bar. I was like, oh, go, I bought my mind. Do you, do you want it? Do you want to buy it? I was like, yeah, actually, I do. <laughs> Thank you. Um, that was on Friday, so I made my first purchase on Friday. So awesome! Well, that was the thing actually, because um, like I initially wanted to give it to you as a gift because I got it as like I, I bought it from a friend of mine, uh, Viv, a couple of years ago, and I love it. Um, but I, I basically, whenever I buy something from like a friend, I don't feel super great about like you know I wanted to give it away basically because yeah. I know you wanted it, and I was like, well. You know, Becca's a good friend, but no, Becca insisted on paying <laughs> on paying for it, and I mean, I'm not going to turn down free money. No, it was you're going to buy burgers, weren't you? So I, I essentially gave you burgers in exchange for toys, which could be like you know the whole weekend in in a summary, yeah. like burgers and yeah. toys. That's one of those. That's one of those <laughs> like, things on Twitter where people are like, you just overthrew the government, and the tenth picture in your camera roll is the new monetary system. <laughs> that would be ours, just, just burgers in exchange for Transformers. Yeah, yeah, essentially. But he's great. He's he's really, really, really lovely. And I hate that I've come to it so late because the Doctor Wu alternate head that doesn't have the faceplate that he barely ever wears in the show is like I found one on eBay for ninety pounds, and it's a tiny head. But like, wow. not even I'm that crazy. So no, that's not happening. But it's Crowd fine fun. because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, I have a coffee. No, um, if you can get so... you can get nine people to give you a tenner for just two pounds a month. Even that, <laughs> I just... <laughs> I Be- just there are certain there are certain monetary limits I won't cross, and that's one of them. Uh, the other being the uh, the Transformers statues that TF Prime Studios have done. That I thought, oh, that looks nice, and it's two thousand dollars, and I'm like, that looks that, that looks nice, and I will never see it in person. <laughs> <laughs> looks nice it doesn't look that nice but uh... it doesn't look that nice yeah yeah so that that was the first prime and i think that in like my experience of the weekend that represents friendship because eric and you are bigger so they bought she bought it along and and yeah it was it was lovely thank you yeah actually that's the thing I, i've got a confession to make Uh oh. no because i 
I knew you were after Optimus Prime, so I didn't know specifically that you were after that one. Oh really? Like I didn't. I, yeah, I didn't know at the, at the time that it was like your your you know your I'm gonna this is the one thing I want or I'm gonna cry type thing. It literally was, and there wasn't one in the whole dealer room. So you saved the weekend. Yay! I'm a. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm a so... hero. <laughs> That's one Optimus Prime. That's one. Uh, so the second Optimus Prime uh, was bought in the dealer room. Good, good segue. Uh, before, like on our previous episode, we did like a TFN survival guide, and one of the things I recommended was writing a list. So you went into the dealer room, you weren't so overwhelmed, uh, mm-hmm. which I did. And the second Optimus Prime was the second most wanted thing that I wanted, and because I'd written it down, I remembered. So I went straight to Kapow and bought it, and it was like the first thing I bought that wasn't from Erica. Um, and that was the the power of the Prime's leader class Prime that also turns into Orion Pax if you rip his chest out quite violently. Um, he's good. He's he's really good. He's he's really good. He looks just Very like good. the cartoon, and apart from like the fact he has a pair of legs stuck out his back, but he looks great. <laughs> so that part represents being prepared for the weekend. Definitely works better than walking in the dealer room and going, "Oh fuck me, there's too many toys. I need to go and lie down." Is that like a um, that's like is that like a kind of like power power master optimus prime where the trailer is part of the yeah. robot it's basically yeah. power yeah. Master optimus prime re- with ball joints basically like if they <laughs> did very good joints in the 80s <laughs> um did they it have ball joints good. in the 80s i don't know everything seems I, to be i think not... no you know some of them yeah some yeah. some toys had ball joints the some technology existed yes they had the technology but not the million dollar man funds to make the technology Gotcha. And the third one was, uh, I don't actually know his name. I keep meaning to Google it. It's uh, an Optimus Prime from RAD 2015, mm-hmm. where he's kind of got loads of upgrades. And it's, he's basically Thunderclash. Oh, but yeah. Optimus like, Prime. Oh, yeah. Power yeah. Surge and, Optimus Prime or something. Yeah. That sounds familiar. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I bought him from Toy Foo, And I just, yeah. So on the Sunday, we were just wandering around the dealer room, uh, me and Andrew. And we came across Nick at the Toy Foo table. And I said, oh, how are things going? Because Nick, great lad. And he went, oh, I wish we had another helper. So I just like flippantly went, I'll do it. Come and on. he was really here I am. I was like, yeah, I am. Some toys. <laughs> yeah, here I am busting my balls to find employment. And Becca gets employed on accident. <laughs> Literally passed by and Joe, like, do you want to work she, here? Like, yeah, you just okay, tripped into a job. <laughs> um, yeah, li- literally, yeah. So... I, I ended up helping, like, we were selling the raffle tickets for the, that's like, the James Roberts thing. That's like that episode of, of Black Books where Bernard's been locked out of the shop. <laughs> the cinema. And he's, he's trying to buy a burger, but he doesn't have any money, so he just ends up working <laughs> at the burger place. It was literally like that. Like, I was down to my last 20 quid, you know, do you want to come work on the table? I said, yeah. And, like, all afternoon, I was looking at that Power Surge Prime thinking, no one else better fucking buy this for charity, because I want to fucking buy it for charity. <laughs> Um, and I did, so yay. Um, so, like, also... How much is the uh, Power Surge Optimus Prime? It's like it's broken. It's seventy quid. It's too much. It's full of na- <laughs> it's full of nails. Yeah, is is that you the really big it. one? And it's got like a little bird and it plugs in. Yeah, although he comes without the bird. Okay, because um, oh. I think, um, I think some of my cousins have got that. Like my really younger cousins have that, and it's just like a oh, big chungus to like, you know. <laughs> yeah. He's he's lovely, except when you transform him, uh, which I did in the bar, and it's great because you basically just you basically just lie him down yeah. and it's... pretend like he's a truck. <laughs> he doesn't look like a truck. No, there's, there's nothing. I mean, bless him, they tried, but but well... he's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on, Erica, finish that thought. Please finish that thought. I was. Don't put me on the spot, man. <laughs> 
I'm a Hasbro stan, okay? But like, you know, sometimes, you know. <laughs> they, just, they don't try. <laughs> like, did you see, like, did you see, did you see that big, like, R.I.D. Bumblebee toy that Viv was, like, <laughs> lugging around? She gave it to Thew in front of me, and Thew was playing with it, and I was like, that actually is really cool. <laughs> I mean, in theory. It looked like, I, I remember, yeah, I remember seeing it in, in Thew's um, TFN wrap-up video. And yeah. I thought, that looks pretty cool, and then he turned it around, and it's like, that's like a novelty cake mold. Yeah, that's like there's there's nothing. Yeah. It's made of paper. Paper and lies. It makes a really good car, and also makes a really good laugh, but yeah. doesn't do much of anything else. <laughs> the car mode is better than it has any right to be, and I actually I got the Optimus Prime version of him when I went hunting for him <laughs> after, and he's the same. Like the truck mode is great, and that's it. Oh, Becca, which is also great. <laughs> Um, but yeah, those were my three Optimus Primes, and they recommend they 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 encapsulated the weekend. I had great time with friends. I spent way too much money, and then my car broke. So thanks, car. <laughs> um, it's like un- I, that's like I, unrelated. It wasn't like you were driving back and like the, the rear axle went from all the Optimus Primes that you bought. <laughs> we drove no, like... out of his car, which was fancy, and it has it has cameras when you reverse. So like that would solve all of my problems because I can't reverse, and the car just basically does it for you. I mean. Geez, we're in the future, but no one can afford the future. Becca's car's going to be covered with like 360 degrees of like GoPros. <laughs> Just taped on. That's an amazing idea, Feeding though. Feeding into a VR headset. <laughs> She's a friggin' oracle. <laughs> um, yeah, but the only right. thing I can predict is like good, good burner practice. Either. Now, um, I, I wasn't able to attend this year, but I was following along on Twitter. And... I think, I can't remember, I think it might have been the Saturday night, but suddenly everyone on my timeline was tweeting the word <laughs> ERICA in all caps. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not going to pretend that part of me didn't go, oh god. <laughs> like, uh, you know. Oh god, she's died. <laughs> like, you know, in peace. She, Erica did like a like a stupendous like dab but like off a roof or something <laughs> you know well <laughs> but it turns out that go on erica uh, tell, tell us why everyone started just tweeting your name in all caps okay so <laughs> it, it it this this story takes a bit of prep work on the saturday um in club con from what i recall they were basically running way ahead of schedule so they had like a bunch of time to kill before like the next uh like what was it the um the, yeah the script reading the script, yeah, reading. script reading yeah by the way script reading very very good mm-hmm. there's only like um there was a uh, Daniel Reardon um DC Douglas and uh what's the third guy's name uh the guy who played movies Sideswipe yeah and uh, Claw Trap yeah and Claw Trap from R.I.D. yeah oh, I feel so bad that I don't remember his name but you know he's um very talented. Just these three dudes, like, working the, um, the stage was breathtaking. Yeah. And, God, they had so much – they looked like they had so much fun. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, sorry. Before that, there was, like, about, like, what, like, 20, 30 minutes time to kill. Yeah. And so they do – they did what they do pretty much every time that that happens in this con, where they, um, they just, you know, they just, they just play a little game on on stage yeah i think yeah it was it was just a minute 
Yeah. Yeah, like, which is, uh, if you don't know, it's a game where basically, you know, you get a minute to talk about a given topic, and then, you know, you can't, like, repeat yourself or dilly-dally and, like, uh, stutter and shit like that, you know, or else it gets passed on to the other team, and whoever finishes it in the minute, you know, gets the point. And they had a version of that called Just a Cycle, because, oh, it's Transformers, in it? <laughs> 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 Yeah, D- 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 Dave Wallace was obviously like there, and he was officiating. And um, Billy Stripes was on one team, and um, Jim Sorensen was on another team. And there was a there was a lady with him, and I don't remember. Her. Oh, I feel so awful. I don't remember what her name was. I I'll no, I don't know. Um, um I'll figure it out, and then Maddie will put their their name in over I'll, this. I'll get like one of those like text to speech programs, and I'll just edit it in like seamlessly. Of like a robot yeah. voice saying this person's name. Yeah. So on the <laughs> on the one team there was Jim Sorensen and and on the other team <laughs> uh, there was there was Billy uh, Stripes, Billy Stripes, or just Billy. Um, and he was like, "Well, uh, we got one more seat to fill. Who wants to be in this?" And I didn't have my in, main. In- of impulse control with me at the time, which is my friend Jackie, because uh, they were busy <laughs> helping out another friend of mine. Um, uh, so I basically just stuck my hand straight in the air. And in that moment, everyone in our friend group was like, okay, for once we need to use our ability to be obnoxious for good. And so everyone was <laughs> like, ah, look at that, she's a person. <laughs> they never so, stood a chance. Yeah, yeah so... Yeah, I, I, I got called up, and that was fun, because... I just want to say really, really quickly, because I know that there's a lot of talk on the pod about when TF Nation comes up about like the anxiety around it and everything. And I've been to a lot of TFNs and auto assemblies before that, but I feel like before this year, I wouldn't have been able to do this. Like the anxiety would have killed me. I wouldn't have felt like comfortable enough going up and doing that. But I'm so glad that I have the support um, group and the friendship that I do because. They really encouraged me to be like my worst <laughs> self. So I went up there, and while I was walking down the aisle and people were cheering, I dabbed a couple times. <laughs> and then everyone started cheering even more. And then I got up on stage and I dabbed again, and the, the, the crowd was roaring. <laughs> this, this is for mo- one particular guy. There was one guy in the front row who was looking at me weird. But <laughs> This is like my main regret of not being able to attend this year, was not getting to see this. And like only getting to experience it, like sec. It's like you know, if you're not watching a Nintendo Direct, but everyone you know on Twitter is. Yeah, you can't work out what memes and what's really <laughs> yeah, happening. Yeah, you can't figure out like why everyone's shouting. It was kind of like that, and it's like, oh, I wish I was seeing this because it sounded amazing. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm there on the stage, and I get to be in this game, and it was really fun. First of all, because I was on the team with Billy, and because Billy, you know basically runs the con as it is <laughs> we basically got to cheat a lot <laughs> and it was very funny it was very funny and i hammed it up as much as humanly possible <laughs> like okay like when we were slipping by the middle uh, billy oh fucking billy <laughs> um he, he was like okay well the next the next topic because obviously you know it was all like transformers related things like oh speak for a minute about you know uh, you know, like G two is or yeah, you know, the, that kind the of next stuff. Like, IDW reboot will be. I yeah, the, one yeah, of them. yeah. That was yeah. one of them. Next, and I, 
I think I, I think I rocked that one pretty well, actually. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, it was mostly bullshit, but still, um, <laughs> he, he come he 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 gets he grabs the mic and he's like, okay, well, the next the, the next topic uh, uh, will be reasons why Erica deserves a free ticket to next TFN to like, you know, basically. <laughs> <laughs> like it sounds like out of context it sounds so cruel and it is a bit but it was very funny i remember specifically jim Sorensen. i, I remember specifically he, he he like gently like picked up his microphone and like brought it to his face really like uh solemnly and with a straight face he's like i don't know and that's and that's the thing actually because um we won that one we won that round and after the thing was over Billy took me aside like so what's your information like what um like looked at my uh, wristband because they all have the wristbands on um and was like what what number are you for the registration and I'll I'll sort it out so that you get your tickets free next year and I was like fine serious I thought it was just a bit I thought it was just a bit but for real and that's like so so kind and. I don't deserve it because <laughs> I really didn't contribute up there as much as I wish I did, except for dabbing. <laughs> um, the dab alone deserves yeah. a ticket. Right, yeah. and you did you did like win over the hearts of the crowd by talking oh. about your you know how much you love your girlfriend and that. Oh yeah, that yeah. Like, oh. yeah. I got proper sappy. He's like, oh, I love my girlfriend, and all my friends are here, and it's the the one time that I get to be here, and you know, with all my friends and talk about things I enjoy, and everyone was like, oh, they were eating. Yes. I'm like. No, my fucking yeah. hand. Gesturing over to sentimentality. Yeah, yeah. I believe. Yeah, but that that was that was the best thing because like the way, I think my main contribution was in pure cheek because <laughs> I I suggested the next topic and it was basically I, I basically said I said well you're giving me the free ticket can I be in the script reading as well <laughs> <laughs> and so Billy looks at me. And he's got this like, like pure like, you little shit like look in his eyes, <laughs> and, and he like picks up his microphone. And he's like, the next topic is <laughs> reasons why Erica deserves to be in the script reading. <laughs> this is like this is this is not going to be as funny to most people who listen to this, but to our our gang especially. To uh, shout out to Nice Lords. At that point, all of them were screaming, "She's classically trained." <laughs> <laughs> and I, oh, I, I could barely contain myself. <laughs> and you know, next year maybe, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Fingers crossed. But I would say, but like, you know, I didn't go to many um, panels other than ClubCon. You know, I, I mostly spent most of my time in the bar or in the dealer room. I didn't like spend a whole lot of time in the forge and stuff. So that was definitely. Like, even if I had, I feel like that was definitely my highlight of the entire weekend. Just managing to, like, be in front of everyone and ham it up to fuck and <laughs> generally have a really good time. And everyone seemed to enjoy it. So, you know, that's that's all I got. But it was, <laughs> it was very good fun. Very good fun. And I'm glad everyone um, enjoyed me being a meme while it lasted. <laughs> That's the thing. Everyone was coming up to me like afterwards, like you did great. Oh my god, you're amazing. And I was like, oh my god, thank you. Will and you I, sign my dab? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, there was a guy, um, I forget his name, but there was, like, this, um, this young Polish kid, about 16, and we met him on the way to the hotel on the first day. Um, on the Friday, I mean. And basically, he came up to me and was like, so, you're famous now. <laughs> and I said, yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> you need a fan club because I'll be the president. And so yeah, I have my own. I have my own official Erica fan club. If you can like, uh, con- contact me on. I'll, I'll have you know what. I'll have my people call your people, and uh, you know we'll set up a brand deal or something. <laughs> but yeah, that was by far best experience of the weekend for me. Um. So so other than uh, dominating in games of skill, um, <laughs> what in terms of in terms of stuff that you got? What's the three best things that you picked up at TFM? Well, let's see, because. You know, I didn't really, like, well, I should say, a lot of what I got is not stuff that I necessarily wanted, but more but I, stuff that I knew other people would want. So there's very, there's not actually as much this year that I got for myself, but there are at least three. So, um, like Becca suggested in the, um, in the TFN Survivor Guide and, you know, r- alluded to earlier, um, I made a list beforehand, so, but I didn't, you know, get so overwhelmed, because even this many cons in i still get overwhelmed by how much shit is just at just in there yeah. it's like ridiculous especially when you reach like the space bridge half and the space bridge is basically oh, yeah. half the, uh, of the whole hall it's... you gotta go spelunking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally like there's like you know it's like they got the tables upon tables upon tables and then they got like the little like boxes underneath as well for all the stuff and it's like oh oh and you got like you got like dive in there like a like a like a raccoon tie- just like foraging with bare hands <laughs> tie, and... a ro- tie a rope around your waist <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah the main well i should say the biggest thing that i got was primus specifically the like the the cybertron primus the big boy who turns into a big spiky uh, volleyball um <laughs> but the one that came out for the last night which is infinitely superior because it's so much nicer to look at. <laughs> the, the party, party primus, yeah. <laughs> yeah, two primus, freaking party planet. Um, <laughs> this, uh, one thing I've been meaning to do is I've been meaning to at least like not complete a Cybertron collection by any means, but I want at least the four uh, convoy type characters who you know basically were in charge of what planet with their planet keys, and get Primus so I can, you know, have them on, like, the Omega Lock and have it, but, you know, just a thing that I've wanted ever since I was very ickle. But all, like, there were at least, there were a bunch of, like, Cybertron Primuses, because of course there were, but they were all, like, 90 pounds and 100 pounds, and it was like, oof. I was like, well, I want it, and it does look nice, and it would be really cool, but 100 pounds for one figure, that's, yeah, that's a lot. And then I, you know, like, it came to, like, the end of the, um, I think it was the Sunday. Mm, yeah. yeah. The end of a Sunday, and I still hadn't got one. I was like, oh, well, you know. And then Dale. I saw Dale, like, messing around with, like, a pretty, sh- yeah, like, uh, he was messing around with his uh, G2 Party Planet uh, Primus that he'd got <laughs> off of, uh, I'm not sure. I don't, I think it was from ID Toys, maybe. I think it maybe. was. I was going to say Toyfu, but it probably wasn't. Um, but... I saw him with one, and I didn't go up to him, but I saw it, and I was like, ooh, that's a thought. That's a thought. So I went, I went back in there and, like, looked, and, like, there, there, was one, there was one there in the box and everything. And I was like, oh. I mean, you know, it's like 
that other one was a hundred pounds, and this one's just come out, and it was also like way expensive when it came out as well. Like it was at least a hundred pounds, you know, when it came out, and that was like this year. Mm. When I look at it, and it's like it's got a little sticker, and it's like oh forty quid, and I, and I, you know, I I took a big swig of coffee before I read that, and I went. So I basically picked it up right then and there, uh, and then slammed my ass right down next to Dale in the um, in the lobby. I was like, guess what I got? <laughs> that was very good. So G2 Party Planet Primus is definitely, I would say, the biggest bargain of the weekend for me. Other than that, let's see. I'm trying to like remember if there is anything else. Well, okay. I, you can kind of count these as one or two, depending because there's a pair of them, but I got them, like, at the same time for the same reasons. Uh, actually, you know what? Yeah, okay. Um, I'll count these as one. I got the um, the Legends Target Masters from uh, Takara, specifically um, Hot Rodimus and Char, a.k.a. Hot Rod and Cup. And the only reason I really got them is because they have the Target Masters, and in, like, that weird Sakamoto comic, the Target Masters are repurposed as... <sighs> Female characters. I remember, um, actually, I was with Erica when she made the made the purchase. I was just like, Erica, there's, you know, there's gonna be a whole target master line coming at Wolf Cybertron Siege. You don't have to do this. And she's like, I'm gonna have to do this, Jim. I was like, you don't have to. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. <laughs> and, and and you know, like they're both like Takara imports, so like I basically spent, I want to say like forty, maybe even fifty pounds on the pair of them. Just for two accessories, more or less. <laughs> Which is not the most, like, ridiculously decadent I... I've gotten in this stupid, like, hobby of ours, but it's up there. I mean... It's I th- up there. I, I think, I feel, I feel, like, fairly confident in saying that I think everyone on this call can at least empathize with that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> We're all we're all garbage in a very similar way when it comes to the kind of. Did you at least get like a kick out of like the actual? Like, no, yeah, toy? I did. Um, surprise, surprisingly, I got a more of a kick out of Hot Rod than Cup, and that surprised me because I actually had, like, I already had the regular um, Titans Return uh, Hot Rod, and I was planning on giving it to. Well, I was I was planning on giving it away basically. So I got this more or less, and I was like, well, I'll just replace that one then with this. And I was surprised at how much more I liked it. It's got so much nicer colors, and, like, even though, like, the chest is a lot more, like, I guess, hollow because the bit doesn't fold in and there's, like, see-through plastic, it just looks way nicer, and I'm way more happy with it. Cup, on the other hand, is not bad, but everyone, you know, when the cup, when Time's Return Cup came out, everyone was raving over how good it was. And then when, like, the, the Legends one was revealed, everyone was, like jumping around their fucking house, like, swinging on the chandeliers like b- friggin' crazed bonobos. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and and fair enough, it's very good, but I didn't get as much of a kick out of it as I, as I thought I would. But it's still deeply, deeply satisfying, and I'm, I'm glad that I got it. Should we count that as, as two, or just one? Because I do have one that I could talk about. Please do. Talk about it, talk about it. Okay, alright, alright. I got a gift basically well i mean i paid for it but i bought it from ardorian um at vegadef on twitter lovely guy mm-hmm. absurdly scottish <laughs> i love that man substantially I... <laughs> scottish 
He is, yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, he's the most Scottish guy I know, and <laughs> and you know, just an absolute legend. And he basically he sold me um, Takara Legends uh, Jetfire for I want to say yeah, like twenty five quid, and that is you is know the it's lead, a leader class, the leader class one, yeah. Yeah, the leader class one, the import, but doesn't have all the like the weird shit chrome that I'm not. I mean, you know, if you like it, you like it. But I don't. And he he gave me that for twenty five quid, and personally, I'm a huge fan of it, and I'm so thankful that uh, Dorian was enough of a top lad to gift it to me. And you know, I'm I'm a big fan. I've been looking for that toy for like a while, like a while, because. I don't know. I when I was a kid and like I used to watch the cartoon like over and over on the on the like little fucking VHS tape that we had. <laughs> Skyfire was like the one of the things that I focused on a lot because I don't know. I guess he's like you know he's the big boy and he's like the gentle giant and he starts off as a Decepticon but he's actually a good guy and I don't know. It just it it spoke to me. It spoke to me. So I think I that toy really gets like... a, a lot of unfair criticism because it's, yeah. it's just a really good toy and it's a yeah. good Skyfire stroke Jetfire. Yeah, exactly. Like a lot of the, just if you if you heard anything just then, it was me messing with his gun and accidentally shot the missile because it is very hair trick. <laughs> but um, no, because it is a very good toy. It's just like a lot of people shat on it unnecessarily, so because it was basically the return of the leader class price point. For generations, mm-hmm. and you know every every leader class before that had been like you know like this big chunky like gimmick laden thing like the you see from like Bulkhead and Megatron from Armada, mm-hmm. uh, not Armada animated sorry, um, or it was like uh, a big like super complex ten hour conversion super high <laughs> high like levels of accuracy type thing like you know that you get with like the movie leader class toys from like revenge of the fallen and mm-hmm. you know onwards and jetfire isn't that he's basically just a big regular guy but he's a, yeah. a nice one and i really enjoy him i really like the um like the the freaking you know dress up dolly feature where he can take off his guns and put his mask on and everything yeah it's very good and is, i'm really happy is that the I got mas- it. is the mask thing to make him look like a macross valkyrie yes but yes. like not really, honestly, for the lawyers. Wink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I'm, he, he's I not like a Valkyrie. It. He's cosplaying as a Valkyrie. I'm. It's a lot more. It isn't spot on to what a Valkyrie looks like. Obviously, I mean, I'm not a Macross person, but it's not spot on. But personally, I'm fine with that because it it looks friggin' swish. The one thing that I'm not super happy with is just that, like, the little blue plastic lens for the mask actually comes out quite a bit. Oh. And it's not the most secure connection on his face to begin with. So before, while I was, like, taking him out of, like, my bags and, like, putting him on the shelf, it, like, flew out of there, and I put his mask back on, and I could see his eyes. And I was like, oh, shit, where's that gone? <laughs> I spent, like, 20 minutes looking for it and, like, like dr- like dry heaving and sobbing. Like, oh, oh, I lost it. Not really, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I, I, I understand, like, that kind of mindset. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people like give the kind of the generations leader class shit because like oh you know it doesn't have lights and sounds and give me a massage and validate my existence or whatever but like <laughs> I really I really like them because like they're more handleable like yeah um, yeah they don't immediately like, fall yeah. apart yeah and it's like you can transform it and like it won't take up your whole afternoon <laughs> and and they actually actually look nice with your other 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 figures and stuff like I've got the uh, Combiner Wars Ultra Magnus the one that has Minimus in it and I think yeah. 
that is, I think, the figure that brings me the most, like, joy. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah. ah. I have those two, like, on the shelf opposite each other, and they're, like, they're perfect counterpoints, because they're just mm. big blokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a big, regular guy. Substantial yeah. units. I think every toy I've ever got, like, for my entire life, if it made a noise, the first thing I would do is make it so that it couldn't make a noise. It's like... <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll just, I'll just, down. I'll just imagine it. It's fine. Yeah, it's and... like you see those, um, the, the stories about parents whose relatives buy their kids deliberately noisy toys, and like the kids always selling it off. And I'm like, I was never like that because someone would give me something with lights and sounds. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Where's the screwdriver? <laughs> <laughs> Years back when I worked at Borders for one Christmas, directly opposite the tills in like the little sort of queue area, hanging up as like. You know, one of those, like, bullshit, like, impulse purchase type thing. You know, it's all, like, planned out by corporate with, like, oh, we'll put this here and someone will see it. And they're queuing so there's, like, limited time so they're more likely to buy it. You know, like, that kind of, like, bullshit. Yeah. It was basically an Elmo from Sesame Street with a Santa (laughs) hat in a stocking. And if you squeezed his hand, he would sing Christmas carols. And every single person in the queue would set it off. And not buy it. Oh it, no! It got to like the twenty second of December, and I fucking hid that thing. <laughs> when we were tidying up at the end of the night, I was like, I just got it, and I took it, and I put it behind a shelf because it's like I can't hear Elmo sing "Silver Fucking Bells" <laughs> one more time. So, think on toy manufacturers, uh, and now and now and now Borders doesn't exist. Do you really want to take that risk? So. Umar. Yep. Hi. How's it going? Hi. You're, you're, you're also on the podcast that we do. Uh, and you were also at TFN. So how yeah. was yeah. for you? Uh, yeah, so I mean, I'm going to echo all the sentiments already, but like, it was a really good time. Got to meet up with friends I don't normally see. And it's like, you know, really chill. I, I feel like Nice Lords as a whole, which is our little group, we don't go to a lot of stuff, but we still like make the most of the weekend and sort of just have a, have a nice fun time. This year, actually, I, try, I I said to myself, okay, I'm going to make an effort to see more people. Like, you know, because last time I think it was mostly just us in our very small group, sort of just gobbling around in the corners and stuff. Yeah. Um, but th- but this time I was like, okay, I'm going to stick around in the bar, see some people I don't normally see, make some new friends. And I did. You know, it's it's a really good time just, dick, you know, dicking about with people and like, oh, rob- you know, chinwagging about robots and stuff and making all various robots dab and balance stupid things on the, uh, in, in the bars and stuff. And I that was a good so time. I saw so many photos of dabbing Transformers. <laughs> my, my, the that's the important part. That's the best part. My, my proudest achievement <laughs> was Chromia dabbing on Rickgar's bike mode who was balanced on Sea Spray's boat mode, who was also balanced on Tidal Wave's boat mode. <laughs> and then we put a laser beak on that. Incredible. So yes, we had a good we had a good weekend. That's the good shit. That's the good uh, shit. Um, just to, to sort of loop back a little bit, what was going through your mind during the, the Just a Cycle, where our very own uh, Erica was kicking uh, out was... and taking names? I was losing my damn mind. It was great. <laughs> I was like I was... proudly wiping tears, like a proud mom. Yeah, I was like, I was trying to be Erica's hype man as much as I possibly could for my position, and also being a very quiet person. Like, yeah, <laughs> and I did, I did make the she's classically trained goof just because I had to. I knew it was one of you. I knew it was one of you. <laughs> it was me. That, I, I was so, you know, so proud, and you know, the fact that she she took on Jim Sorensen and came back in one piece. That man is. 
unfuckable. <laughs> <laughs> he cannot be fucked. <laughs> like I said, yeah, a lot of fun. Got to make make some new friends, meet some people I didn't get to meet last time. Like a lot of times, it was just like oh, ships passing in the wind uh, last year. Just like oh, hey, that's Callum. Oh, bye, Callum. Uh, kind of thing. <laughs> but this time, I got to like sit uh, sit down and have some chats, and I really enjoyed it. And yeah, I got got to be involved in some stuff as well. Like um, the obviously the RR Cozine got to oh yeah show, show oh. off that just to just to make sure that everyone knows that is now available digitally yes. on the uh, the. Uh, the you know the triple R co uh, blogspot web page and um, web page yeah but you can you can have a look at that and uh, t- why don't you talk about like a little bit of what you did for that for that zine basically Dorian uh, Vigadeth like um he came up to me on Twitter just like oh you know you would help us out with our zine we're thinking of, you know because obviously what I do is digi bashing he was like okay can we use your your most darkest and wild magic to make a hypothetical bot concept based around G two and yeah, you know, me, me and Adam, Zero Kaiser, we kind of, like, bounced a bunch of ideas back and forth and made this really nice sort of set based around, like, cancelled G2 toys. Like, all those, like, really lovely sort of nasty colours. Trying to trying to make G2 Defensor look not minging. Because let's be real. <laughs> and it works. It did work. It looked great. I'm, I'm glad, yeah, because that thing is rare as hell, but also ugly as sin. And me trying to, like, balance the colours in a way and trying to sort of make it, uh, as incredibly on brand as possible. Like I remember, like um, going up to going up to I think um, Mike and Adam's uh, hotel room. Adam like passed me the zine and pointed to on character um, particulars. Like that is so Uma. I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, it was, Which character it was, was that, if we might ask? It was it was a uh, pirate Ignatia Spark. Just because it's like a deep dive for like an obscure female character, also drenched in hot pink. This is like very good. But yeah, and it was such a trip seeing something that I did rendered in like physical space on paper on like a really nice zine so of all sort of with also that like gritty background stuff and all these like g2 colors and that um, gorgeous if nothing like, else it's something you can put in your cv yeah yeah i mean i, I did <laughs> <laughs> good luck uh I, I was like i was passing it around to every to anyone i could just like giving up my copy like hey you can keep this i want you to see it and like uh, it was it was really fun it was really good yeah it was uh, and and like Dorian was great about you know had had a great chat with him. He he was talking about how me and Erica make him feel very young, and um, he said Yermo a lot. <laughs> Yermo. Yermo. Um, yeah, I got I gotta say, um, props to you, Omar, because it's like, like I love your digi bashes, and these like blew me away because I didn't even know it was happening, and it was like yeah. immediately it was all the things that I love about your art and. <laughs> Like, like, hit me, hit me on like a ton of bricks, and I was like, "Wow!" Yeah, I'm, I'm so proud of you. It was <laughs> I'm so it was, proud of you. It was like that time Beyonce released an album by surprise. Yeah, I mean, I, I managed to keep it under wrap for so long, and it caught everyone off guard. Like, even even Gherkin, last Gherkin, bless him. He, we hey, have there he is. The there, there he is. There's our mention. There's um, a sure. shout out. I know he was. He did it. You can turn off the podcast he, now. It's happened. Yeah, he did the photograph for the combiner. And he was like, oh, is this Guard City? And I was like, no, it's G2 Defensor. And he still didn't know it was G2 Defensor until Saturday of the Con. <laughs> <laughs> I told, you know, he's the only person I told it to, and he forgot. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I'm really glad it landed the way it did. And, you know, everyone is talking about having, how, how nice it was. And, you know, we were immediately formulating plans for the next one. So you keep, keep your eyes peeled. 
and you know maybe one or two of us here from the podcast will contribute as well who knows yeah. who knows no Ooh. definitely like after rr co- um, after doing the rr cozine i've got like the collab buzz i want to <laughs> contribute everything the toy food this and the whatever and maybe even like i don't know do a panel if i've got a good enough idea like oh god it. absolutely do it you and me we're doing a panel <laughs> the naked robots panel <laughs> U- Umar's gonna do a Digibash live while Erica dabs. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call it. We'll uh, call it Dabjibash. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, you guys have got to sign up the minute that registration is And I, I guess I should mention the other creative endeavor I did for TF Nation 2018. Oh, yeah, because no. we kind of because we kind of alluded to it in the previous episode. So this is kind of like it's like you know planting and payoff. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's uh, so the, that... the 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 sin you committed. The sin I committed. <laughs> uh, yes, I I did. Um, I, I made the shirt, printed it off. Should I like? Should I explain it to people, or Please should I just do. like? Okay, so deep law. You know, Try your best. So there's a scene. That... <laughs> Let me get my chart out. <laughs> Audience, get a, a get a pen. You're gonna have to draw out a timeline. It's a really yeah, really you... deep fried crispy JPEG. <laughs> More than meets the eye, Megatron, rocking along like he's a hard bastard, with <laughs> with a scumbag Steve hat on. I'm wearing it, by the way, so I'm describing it as wearing. <laughs> uh, the 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 circle game finger and piece through bottom text and a whole bunch of other shit underneath that. It was, it was, uh, it was like the best T-shirt of the con. Do you, if, you, if you've ever if you've ever been in like a chippy and you've seen like the photos of the menus. And it's all like pixely JPEGs of kebabs and stuff, and like or like a piece of fried chicken. It's kind of like the t-shirt equivalent of that. <laughs> I will say it is it is so deep fried that like at least a couple portions of that t-shirt looked to me like a kebab. <laughs> <laughs> it's got an almost like three dimensional texture. Yeah, like I I can feel it with my hand. You know, it's like yeah, like I I, I re. I I kept looking at you and like wanted to reach out and touch it in my mind. I was just like, oh, Donna. <laughs> uh, I can a, I can like smell it. It's a it's a Fisher Price activity center of a t-shirt. Uh, Where yeah. took the shirt off in the evening and and their their chest was soaked in like grease. <laughs> like... Uh, but yeah, I got a lot of good reactions out of it. I think my favorite one of the evening was this person I've never met before. Didn't introduce himself to me actually. Stopped me on the way to Club Con. Said, "What is that?" Read it and lost their mind, like laughing. Uh, uh, and that person was James Roberts. No, James <laughs> Roberts had James that Roberts was had Albert a reaction. His, his reaction was pure, unfiltered terror. <laughs> you activated that man's fight or flight response. Yeah, because I went over to Chris McFeely because like he wanted to see it. And like you know, I think he, Chris was a few drinks in, and he was trying to like decipher it, or like it was a Da Vinci Code. And James <laughs> Roberts was looking over to a, from a far, far away table, and you could the look on his face was like, "Oh God, oh God, my sister finally come back to hold me." <laughs> and then he came over to us, sitting down, else, and he called it a brain fuck, which is exactly <laughs> the reaction I wanted. He saw it from across the bar, and his hand started reaching for a panic button that wasn't there. <laughs> I, I wasn't we, there when it happened. <laughs> I wasn't there when it happened, but yeah. the entire vibe of the con changed. Like did a U- <laughs> like a one eighty. <laughs> 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 
Like I was, I, I was, like I, I don't know. I was off getting a drink, and then suddenly I was like, "Oh, something's not right." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I was, I was the other end of the country, and I felt a little bit of it, like the, like like the psychic wave. damage, <laughs> like the after, like the aftershock of an earthquake. It ripples outwards. I also Amazing. loved how on uh, Monday we were all sort of sat at the bar, like depressed and sort of like, oh, it's all over. And uh, Umar joined us, and it was it was me and uh, Andrew Ashpolt. Yeah. And he just he leant across the table and said, "Sit, Umar, why do you not like ITW Megatron very much then?" And like I could see oh, just man. Umar like mentally rubbing his hands together and taking a deep breath <laughs> and going, "Right then, let let's get this all out." Yeah, I'll <laughs> just like explanation. Yeah, his 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 him asking me that like broke the metaphorical dam that I was holding all of it. And I was like, you're all coming out. You're getting all of this at once, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> it just ended up like Umar's mouth was like cracked and bleeding, yeah. <laughs> like the mouth of Sauron. I had to stop myself to like take a few breaths. Like, <laughs> it's like he has to, like sit down and like brace your brace your knees. Like again, <laughs> just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it's the kind uh, of thing before you go into it, you have to do stretches. Yeah. A <laughs> lot, lot of fun, as you can tell. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, like, I got to sit down and chat with a few. Like, I think Gherkin, we didn't, we, we, we like knew what he looked like that last year. Um, <laughs> like, just about. And then, like, this year, we kind of we did have a conversation. We did have evidence. There were two, uh, the both of us in the same room at the same time. <laughs> so we yeah, because that had... that's like a conspiracy theory that's been going around. Yeah, <laughs> that that you're that you are the last Gherkin. Yeah, like even even Dorian, like after because <laughs> Gherkin supplied the photo for the um for the uh, defensor, and uh, you know he was obviously talking about the Arakozi and so because he was really excited as well. And then Dorian messages Ben like, "Are Umar and Kirk the same person?" <laughs> Completely like not knowing that that was already a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, as far as I know, the guy yeah. who claimed to be Gherkin <laughs> very well could have been a plant, like ve- like an imposter, like very well could have been. Okay, literally, I I thought you meant like an actual plant there. It's like, oh, this is an joke I don't get. I mean, a, a, a Gherkin is a kind of plant, right? I, I guess. Like it's a it's a vegetable. Genesis plant. Oh. And yeah, like, yeah, like I said, I don't. Think, yeah, sorry. Yes, Erica. Oh, oh sorry. I, I... <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. What What were you gonna say? You were gonna set me up. I was just something. gonna. Yeah, I was just gonna set you up to talk about like your 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 gets and your 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 purchases and yeah yeah and your um, three your top yes. three. I have picked my three things. Um, the first one is actually I think the first purchase I got on the Friday, courtesy of our Mike the Glauk, who like saw me like tweeting about like oh what things i'd want to get in that like big thread and he was like oh i've got some of these let me throw them at you and he got me um amada tidal wave who i think was the star of the star of the weekend for me because yeah. mm. like i generally missed over the unicorn trilogy or like by any deliberate like oh i hate angles and that <laughs> no but it's just like because i wasn't in the fandom till 2007 and by that time there wasn't any of that stuff on shelves um but he is like very fun just very like, clickety and satisfying and you can pull him apart into three ships or make him into one big ship and I was just doing that all all throughout the weekend, just like pulling him apart, transforming him in all the different ways. Like, the one, the one that's like green and purple. Yeah, yeah. The, the green and purple one. Yeah. I've got I've got like the see through green version of that. We've got the energon one. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's the energon one. 
And it's just like, yeah, the colors as well, just toxic green and all the reds <laughs> and that. Makes me eyes giggle. I love it. Yeah. Um, it's like a proper pistachio green. Yeah. And yeah, the, se- the second purchase was one I actually didn't intend on getting. It was, um, so I remember, I think the, the pre-TFN show, I was like, okay, I'm going to get the, the Titan Return Repugnus, but the little one instead of the big one. <laughs> uh, I couldn't find the little one. So I was just like, okay, I can't find the small cheap thing. So I may as well settle for the big expensive thing. <laughs> um, Again, that sounds like a perfectly rational thought process to <laughs> everyone on this call and probably a significant chunk of the audience. <laughs> and I got him and he's great. Like, he he's is a lot pretty of fun. good. Like, like, also very fun to transform back and forth. Really bright colors, the red and the yellow and the neon, the, the see-through green. And his bug mode's riot. And his head, and his little head man's name sounds like bastard. Uh, oh also, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that 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 that's worth price of admission for me alone. <laughs> I, have a, I have a small furry man called Dastard, and he came with yeah. um, a Prime Master Solus Prime, which is great because like you know she's the only one of the thirteen I really give a rat's cock about. Um, <laughs> me too. Yeah. <laughs> And and she's also like really nice because she's got like translucent blue and it's like bright cyan core. So like if all the prime masters prime masters are this pretty, I might have given a shit about them. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, talk for a second about the soul because I also have that set, and I th- I really like the soul's prime because like it's got like this kind of indescribable color apart from yeah. the um the br- blue as well. It's like it's like it's like grayish, silverish, but like it's also kind of pink and kind of purpley, it's, and I it's, it's like. Uh, to to like narrow down the audience who will get this joke to people who are artists, it's like if you get if you got a lavender and turn down the saturation on it. Yeah, it's really strange, but it looks so nice against mm. the uh, the blue. Yeah, and so it's like a really like you no know, sleeper hit, unsuspe- unsu- you know surprisingly fine package that one. And then I guess yeah to to round it up, um, another Armada one, although this is like a Beast Wars mold, is Armada Predacon, also known in oh. Beast Wars Uprising as Predatron. He's another one I haven't been able to put down, just turning him back and forth, and like all like flippity do you know? And the colors are so nice. Like you've got this like deep green, and it's like pale yellow that, and orange popping off. God, like that that like yellowish green is like almost like the same one that you find on Tidal Wave as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's like what is it made into? from the earth? Uh, a, t- a, d- a rollerblading T Rex. <laughs> oh, that right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. With you now, gotcha. It's like I... was it originally the Transmetal Megatron? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he has um, seating for his children. I seem to recall. Yes, you see his beautiful boys, Skidzy <laughs> and um, Sideburn. I think, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and having those two as well, it's just like, because um, in Beast was upriding, he's kind of like this doddery old man who, and it's like, oh, he's got his, he's got his kids. He's gonna sit him on his lap and tell him a story. <laughs> I just had thoughts. Like, have you guys seen the, um, like the new Ninja Turtles show, or like at least the, the first episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like. I just had a thought, but like uh, Predacon or Predatron or whatever, with his two little boys, it kind of reminds me of um, Bar- Baron Draxum. Is that his name? With like his yeah. little two like rock golem yeah, yeah. shoulder pads, like but they're also a pair of goons. <laughs> and yeah, you know, I kind of got it because massive love to Beast Wars Uprising, and yeah, I love the character in that. And again, trying out some trying out some stuff I haven't, I don't haven't really had the opportunity to try out. Like I only bought one animated figure. I don't even like it that much. Gasp. Yeah. Like yeah, because I, I got. Which one was got, that again? Uh, Sentinel Prime. He's not that good. Oh. Mm. He's not great. And I kind of just like immediately... I, I found to... that one for you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And uh, I think, yeah, he's like one of the last <laughs> few ones uh, that I needed to like, finish off my shelves. 
It's like I've, I've I've collected all the good stuff now. I just need to find the things that are kind of shit. And he is one of the things that is kind of shit. But like I need him. Obviously, you can't have an animated show without Sentinel Prime. But yeah, I was just kind of like trying out some Unicorn Trilogy stuff, trying out some older molds, trying out some you know some wacky stuff. Got oh, oh, and I, I did get a G1 pipes as well because he's like I had to. Yeah, every everyone needs one. Yeah, I mean he is kind of like our little sort of our podcast mascot at this point. And um, I went to that like London meetup. And I absolutely fell in love with the thing because Becca's famous pipes, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, it was really flattering. So at some point, like someone in the dealer room told me that the whole dealer room had sold out of pipes, and it was my fault. <laughs> it, it was your fault. <laughs> like, You're welcome. <laughs> and yeah, he's he's very cute, and it's amazing. Like he's got two joints, but he absolutely outclasses the um, combiner wars one in every single <laughs> conceivable really way. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And I recently made a discovery that his little pipe holes are three millimeter compatible, which honestly changed the damn game. <laughs> I really You're wish such an innovationist, Uma. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I really wish I had like some of those like little like prime cyberverse swords in that, so I could plug them into his little holes and do some really fun photography. But I don't have any of that stuff, so I think Becca, I'm gonna have to pass that torch on to you. Alternatively, I, I, I could just give you mine. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, I've got loads that I don't use. You're welcome to have them. <laughs> just, just send me a, an envelope of, of tiny guns. <laughs> I think the some of the ones that I've got are like one. see-through plastic and they look like Haribo. So yeah. I think that's, yeah, yeah, that's that... very like pipes core. Yeah, that's, those are the same, Yeah, those are things I'm talking about. And and yeah, I think also in terms of pur- purchases, purposes. <laughs> this <laughs> Our purpose um, in life. Yeah, my purposeful purchases. This year, I did make an effort to go to the forge more, just because like mm. obviously I'm an artist. And I feel I feel kind of bad every time we go like, oh, it's nice, but you know, toys. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I got a couple of um little small smaller posters and stuff. I got uh, something signed by Kay Zama, who was like very polite when I was like gushing about how much I love her artwork to her. She's cause... amazing. She's so metal. Yeah, You're I mean so like, nice. yeah, I didn't I didn't actually like talk to her last year because I was afraid she'd vaporize me with how cool she is oh yeah <laughs> I, I I saw her a couple times in the bar and I like I, I couldn't take my eyes off her and like you know our our, our Liza uh, Doomface just like nudged me and I was like eyes front soldier and I'm like oh <laughs> and yeah I got I got some stuff from Adam like a, a lovely like cheesy Victorian thing an RC from called, I think called Andanel on, on Twitter and Tumblr and of course I always every time I go to Devon I have to visit our Gav Gavin Spence who mm. has who had um, a watercolour drawing of Hound and Minerva like oh, top, like me at me next time <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, I made sure I said hi to some some artists I know, and also you know some people some people in the TF crew. Like our Jack Lawrence as well, lovely man. Mm. He didn't see he didn't see the bottom texture, and I'm quite grateful that he didn't. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like somehow you would have broken his brain and his heart. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't want to do that to him. And speaking of shirts, actually, our Val um, Alex Valente um, he came up to me out of nowhere, gave me an Al- gave me a shirt with Alpha Bravo on it, just because oh, we yeah. know. We're the two people on Twitter who who stand him. It's like, have you accepted Alpha and, Bravo? And now you stand him savior? too. Yeah. <laughs> now you stand him too, loyal listener. <laughs> yeah. You've been indoctrinated. <laughs> I mean, I I only bought one because you tricked me into wanting one. <laughs> but yeah, it was a it was a nice like blessed shirt to balance out the cursed one on the Saturday night. 
Uh, You've been exercised. Yeah. <laughs> one was life and one was death. Umar is the beast I worship. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so y'all had y'all had a good time then, by the sound of it. Um, which Hell is yeah, very yeah. good. Uh, I'm gonna try my best to make it next year. Yeah, but... please do. We we need to get all of us in the same place. We um, do. I we I do. I may have challenged another Transformers podcast to a game of Cube. So I don't know what that is, but yeah, but I, I, I I'm ready to throw down. It's throwing sticks at a slightly larger stick. We'll be fine. If I if I need to okay. throw a stick at Stuart, I will. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in things. So TFN uh, 2018, I only experienced it vicariously, and I still had a pretty good time. So. I can only imagine what it was like to actually... Um, we we usually round off an episode, but as, I mean, has anyone got any other business? Anyone? Um, anyone no? Wa- anybody want to do a call-out? Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, one, one, call out real qu- one call-out real quick. Uh, Viv, our Vivian. Oh, um, yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you, made, you made a joke um, while we were all there at ClubCon, and I'm not going to repeat it, but... I just want you to know, I know what you did, and I love you, but you will go straight to hell. <laughs> That's and... all I'm saying about that. <laughs> I think that was uh... that was appropriately vague. <laughs> <laughs> and please, please slow down your fixation on feet, whether or not they belong to combiners. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, it's get it's getting slightly less specific now. Uh... <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, most the other thing. Anyway, so um, yeah, we usually end an episode by doing a shout out to our sort of little Transformers community type clump on Twitter. I've uh, opened the floor to Erica on this occasion. Hello. Well, um, I have a couple actually. Uh, that's all right. Okay, so the first person I want to give a shout out to real quick is uh my buddy Adam uh Zero Kaiser eighty five. Is it basically you know he's Really, really upstanding bloke, um, freelance artist. But he also, you know, he also does like some, um, well, not a lot of custom work anymore. I don't think. If did he do customs? But he did, yeah, he knows he a lot about toys, basically. Yeah. yeah. And uh, before the con, I basically sent him um, a toy that I'd spent a lot of money on, on uh, that I thought basically had come broken. And he free of charge, like a real, like a, an amazing guy. He basically more or less fixed it and like told me what the problem was and like gave it back to me at the con and that was like the first real like memorable thing that happened at the con and it like set the mood for me as just being like a really uh, nice time with like yes. friends and everything uh speaking of adam actually like on that on that friday night i remember like vivid giving me this reveal the shield retgar um mm-hmm. and like uh, we heard about like the problem with the uh, the handlebars and like adam just pulled out like a knife and immediately started fixing it um, and then for like the rest of the evening, him and Mike the Glaug were like trying to figure out how to turn it into a motorbike. And like there were like four or five people trying to work out this like ridiculously complex toy without making it shatter into pieces. <laughs> and that was really fun. Yeah, we got I, there I, in the end. <laughs> I did hear about that later on, and that's that's pretty good stuff. Uh, the funniest thing was um, they fixed the handlebars, and then they were we were transforming it. Nobody touched the handlebars; they just disintegrated anyway. Yeah, just, like, and, and and yeah, like I said, yeah. hanging out with them was also like one of the first experiences for me. Yeah, your, your second, your second oh, shout. Oh, out. Yeah, second is a big shout out to Jacob.
Uh, hey, this is Editing Matty. I just wanted to cut in here to say that in the time between us recording the episode and publishing it, Jacob has actually come out as non-binary, which is cool, and now uses they-them pronouns. Uh, I did get Jacob's permission for us to include the part of the episode where we talk about them using he-him pronouns, as long as we added this disclaimer. So that's what this is for. Back to the show. Thank you, Jacob. Uh, at CyberDoctor42 <laughs> on Twitter. And, and uh, no, shut up. Uh, <laughs> genuinely, um, I think this was his, not his first con, but his first uh, TFN at least. And it was a really nice time, like, hanging out with him. You yeah, know? yeah. Real, real, real good guy. Real, you know, he, he gets up to some crimes, some hashtag crimes <laughs> on Twitter.corn. But, yeah, you know. no. There were, there were some times in the bar where. Jacob, apropos of nothing, could be like, Runk's ass is good. Yeah. <laughs> and we'd all be, like, terrified. And be like, okay. My, my top Jacob moment was he came up to me with a, a Matumti or Lost Light comic, and it had, like, a picture. It was a panel of Rung where you could see his butt, and he was like, I'm going to get James Roberts to sign his butt. And then he just scuttled off. And I was like, A, how does someone that tall scuttle? And B, oh, yeah. I'm damn impressed. Yeah, that's, that's something else. That kid, <laughs> just, he, sorry, is, the way, he is so big. The way you said that, I just imagine Jacob just, like, dropping to, like, all fours, like, weaving away, like, uh, like, like the Steve Buscemi lizard in Monsters, Inc. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he got the, the... sidewinding through the crowd's legs. <laughs> uh, the thing, the, the thing I keep getting back to vis-a-vis Jacob's height is, you know that scene in The Simpsons where Nelson like <laughs> laughs at a guy in a small cart yeah. and a really tall man steps out and like kicks his ass. Yeah. Um, the small cart is Jacob's Twitter account, and the very tall man is Jacob himself. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh... Like it's ridiculous. Like we, our our resident ent, um, Ethan at Chat of Sky, the uh. The Weed Wizard of Nice Lords. Um, <laughs> he is, well, was the tallest person that I knew and had been for, like, a very long time in my life. And then seeing him square up against Jacob was, to put it mildly, harrowing. <laughs> yes. There's always a bigger fish. <laughs> uh. But, uh, yeah, I, I had a brilliant time with Jacob on the weekend. And, um, you know, um, I'm, glad, I'm glad that I could, you know, see him come out of a shell and everything. And it was really, mm. it was really nice. So uh, shout out to you, Jacob, you you wonderful boy. I'm glad you had a good time, Jacob, even though you're a coward. Um, <laughs> uh, don't bully! <laughs> he, he knows what he did, or more precisely, didn't do. Uh, actually, yeah, wh- while we're talking about people at DFN <laughs> who deserve shouts, I, I do want to give a shout out to the other end of the group, uh, Ethan, because he was, he was such a top top lad during the whole thing. Like, we had some like problems with the hotels, bats around this and that, and... Um, he let he let me uh, room of him and you know he, um generally like he was the mum friend holding all of nice doors together like you know <laughs> generally that's tr- like trying to herd cats and he is the oh, best yeah, cat, like, damn cat herder I've ever seen in my life. My my whole perception of your group is like this little like gremlin colony, just roaming the halls. Every every night it was like a really f- fun sleepover in this hotel room, just like staying up till four a.m. just talking about stuff, and yeah, yeah shout Play out to games. you. You, you very tall man. 
Um, I'd like to do a shout out to Marion, who slapped Andrew for money. <laughs> that was Very that good. was peak TFN. You made the joke on Twitter. Marion yeah. offering to act it out for money, and then us like spending forty five minutes trying to figure out how to turn a video into a GIF <laughs> that we could post on Twitter. And shout I, out to I PayPal. I PayPal twenty pounds for that GIF. Yeah. And it was worth uh, every penny. Just think, next year you can just do it in person and then yeah. you how yourself. <laughs> uh, every... <laughs> I'll just like see Andrew from across the lobby and just with without breaking eye contact, we'll just pull on like an infinity gauntlet sized glove <laughs> and start accelerating towards him. Uh, I think, uh, whenever I think um, to to um, sort of justify to defend Jacob, every time him and Andrew crossed paths, it was like throwing hands on sight, just like. <laughs> Yeah, pull on like Andrew would start talking, and then Jacob would instinctively, like reflexively, pull a middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> and like some, like actually, like people who weren't in on it was like, "Is this a goof? Do they actually?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Serious, genuine beef going down at TFN. Yeah, it's like pure, no hesitation, <laughs> on site, and let me spotted. <laughs> While we're doing shout out, shout out to Andrew. <laughs> yeah. For being slapped. For being slapped. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> no, genuinely actually, because I mean I didn't get to talk to Andrew for very long. Um, but it was like the first time I'd actually interact with him and he's a you know, pretty pretty stand up guy. I'm 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 glad that I got to meet him. Even yeah. if you know, he is apparently uh arrested constantly for Twitter crimes. <laughs> Not Who Twitter crimes guess, bad it? takes. There's different <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> all all he needs to know is that twenty twenty nineteen I'm coming and hell's coming with me. Um, <laughs> I reckon that I now that we've shouted out basically everyone who went to TFN twenty eighteen. Um anyone anyone else? No. Okay. Well uh, shout out to Jim Sorensen for being naked. Yeah. Oh yeah. And being a good sport when I thrashed his ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Wonderful. You know, actually, if I may, because I know we don't normally do this, but is it all right if I close out on a quick story? Sure. Okay, because yeah. this was on the uh, on the Saturday night um, after ClubCon and all the fiascos and everything. Our friend Ethan was, you know, basically he had the room at the Hilton. And last year, we all had Hilt- rooms at the Hilton. And we went up to the um, executive lounge and basically chilled there when everything got a bit too, you know, got a bit too... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who wanted oh, this no. going? Um, but and we we used to go to the executive lounge when things got a bit too hairy downstairs. You know, there's too many people and like you just need like a bit of quiet. You know, just a little you know private time without going all the way up to the rooms. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Um, just like a nice neutral ground. So we tried that again this year. Um, Are you masquerading as Ethan. Yeah, yeah. U- Umar had uh, Ethan's uh, room card, so. Umar led the charge, and we all went in there, and there was like, you know, like six or seven of us. And unlike last year, there was a man who was, um, for lack of a better term, guarding it. Like, he was there, and he was like, when we all came in, he was like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's what's your room numbers? And, you know, Umar rattled off his and Ethan's room number. And then he looks at us and was like, and what about these guys? And he's like, uh, uh. And he's like, yeah, you can't all come in here with one room card. And he's like, oh. And everyone was like, well, fair enough, because it is fair enough. So we were all like, you know, we're all sadly shuffling our way back out the door, trying to figure out something else to do. And then a light flickers onto my eyes, and because <laughs> I guess I'm just like so buzzed by that absolutely 
horrific display I put on at the club con. <laughs> I went to him and I said, now, now hold on, now hold on. Like everyone had already gone, but they were all waiting outside the door for me. I said, hold on, hold on. And I was wearing sunglasses, so I took my sunglasses off and I said, do you know who I am? <laughs> I, th- I think that pretty much closes up TFN 2018 yeah. pretty the, the well. Look on, the look on his face was like a whole new emotion. <laughs> I, just, I fucking... I, I, I picture you saying this to this guy, and then suddenly underneath him, like, you know, the boss HP bar from a Dark Souls game just appears. <laughs> suddenly, like, suddenly, suddenly the executive lounge is a PvP-enabled zone. I was... <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going back. <laughs> um, that's that's the perfect way to end the episode. <laughs> Shout out to Gherkin Foring and that shirt. <laughs> that's the perfect place to end an episode. Everybody stop recording immediately.